I'm here today with Victoria McAfee. Victoria is an internationally recognized writer and speaker with a passion for women's Bible study and serving others who suffer with sexual abuse issues and emotional pain. Her latest book is Blessed Is She, and we're going to talk about that here in a moment. She served as Campus Crusade for Christ at a um, Crisis Pregnancy Resource Center as an assistant director and at Moody Bible Institute as an extension instructor. Victoria's other books include The Sister's Guide to In-Depth Bible Study and Restoring Broken Vestals. She's also been a featured writer in Our Daily Bread. And uh, Victoria was one of our featured speakers at the recent Publishing in Color online conference. So, Victoria, thanks again for joining us uh, here today. Not a problem. I, I enjoyed the conference. I really did. I, uh, you know, think that it was really... Um, a great event uh, from what, you know, all the feedback I've been getting. I was very pleased with, you know, all the speakers and all the participation by, you know, all of the attendees and, and was very thankful for how that whole thing turned out. Yeah. But anyway, we're here today to talk about you and your book. So maybe okay. before we dive into uh, Blessed Is She, you can tell us a little bit more about your background and the other books that you've written. Okay. Well, um, I always have to start my writing career in eighth grade when I won uh, a writing contest. And that was the first time that I had ever had any thought that I had any talent in that area. I knew I loved to read. I loved to read novels and um, things like that. But uh, when I won that contest, that just opened up a whole avenue for me to start writing poetry and short stories and plays. And I did that all through um, high school and college. And then um, fast forward to another class where um, I was taking on Christian writers. And uh, by then I was married, had my first child. Um, my husband was studying at Trinity uh, Divinity School in, in Deerfield and the wives could edit classes free. And so I took this Christian writers class thinking, oh, okay, maybe, you know, now that I'm a stay-at-home mom, I have more time to, to write. And um, in that class, a woman said, oh, you all should go to Moody's Writers Conference, which is now Write to Publish. And so uh, she showed us how to get scholarships and helped us get transportation down there. And so I started going to these writers' conferences for probably four or five years. And um, at that conference, that was the first thing that I ever got published. Um, I met some people from urban ministries uh, who did Sunday school curriculum. And then I, I uh, Echoes was just getting started with David C. Cook. And so I made some contacts with two of the people there. And so I kept saying to the Lord, well, I'm, I'm uh, ready to write. And uh, the Lord said, no, study. And so I would do these, you know, through the Bible things in a year. I studied the Bible chronologically, I, you know, did all this detailed study. And then I would say, okay, Lord, am I ready to do the Sunday school curriculum? And he would say, no, uh, keep studying. Uh, another thing that happened at one of these writers conferences, like I said, um, I was there, didn't really know anybody. There was maybe a handful of African-Americans there, uh, even less 
maybe two or three African-American females. And so I'm at lunch one day and I'm carrying my little tray and I'm looking around and I see this white woman sitting over at the table. And so I go and sit next to her and we start talking. I'm thinking she's another conferee. Well, come to find out she's Cindy Bunch, who is an editor for uh, InterVarsity Press. And um, I mean... I mean, I didn't even know the significance of that meeting uh, until much later on. And now, if if you all know, 30 years later, Cindy is like the top person in IVP. And we've been uh, texting and, well, back then you didn't text, but emailing and calling each other, you know, over these 30 years. And and she's helped me with several projects, uh, asked me to be proofreader for for books, Even when the Publishing in Color Conference was in Chicago um, a couple of years ago, I asked her to give me a reference. And she said, well, I'm not too far from the conference. Come and stay at my house. So I stayed at Cindy Bunch's house. So, I I mean, it's just, yeah, it's been that kind kind of ride. Um, Restoring Broken Vessels came about as a result of um, Rebecca Acevovo who self-published Chosen Vessels and um, sold 50,000 copies of a self-published book back in the day when nobody knew anything about self-publishing or anything. I had been on a journey uh, of my own for sexual healing and the Lord was showing me places where the enemy had come in and and, um, that was the reason for some of my sexual brokenness. And at the end of that um, season, He told me not write it. And so at the same time, um, I got that revelation. Uh, Rebecca and her husband decided to do a publishing company so that they could help other people be published the way that she had been. And they decided to make uh, Chosen uh, Restoring Broken Vessels my first book. Uh, As a result of that, I went to a conference with uh, Rebecca and I was standing outside talking to a a lady who was also waiting for somebody and um, come to find out she was with American Track Society. And so she, uh, I told her I was a writer and she said, well, what do you have in your bag? And at the time I was writing for Moody Extension and um, I mean, I was teaching at Moody Extension School, and I had just did uh, seven principles of uh, helping the women find an easier way to do Bible study. And so I reached in my bag. I gave her my notes. I said, well, I have these notes that I just taught a class on. Well, later on, she calls me and says, American Track Society wants to do a track on your seven principles. And that's how this came to pass. I did this at a conference in Tennessee and um, the people invited me back to do it seven more times for their seven retreats. And I was still working with Rebecca at the time. And she said, well, we're gonna do a book for those conferences. And that's how Bible study for uh, busy women came to be. Um, Rebecca and her husband decided not to continue with their publishing company, but to bring it under InterVarsity Press. And I was already working with um, Cindy on several projects. So when they brought their company under, they redid the cover of Restoring Broken Vessels for me and and began to advertise it 
you know, through their publishing company. And then they took Bible study for busy women and made it into in-depth um, study for sisters. So that's how that came to be. Um, during this whole period, my husband kind of went south in his relationship with the Lord. We ended up going through an ugly divorce that was a very dark time for me. Um, me and the Lord, we argued about that whole thing. And um, I just got into some pretty bad places. At the same time, I had a contract going with Cindy to do another book, but I just was too broken and too, I just couldn't do it. And they had already sent me in advance. And so instead of doing the book, we did this booklet, um, Children and Sexual Abuse, which took care of the advance that they had sent me. And so this came out for, for several years. This opened the door for me to get on radio. Um, I don't know if any of you are familiar with Midday Connection, but uh, I ended up uh, doing an interview with the ladies on Midday Connection, and they said, oh, this, this is really good. Um, I thought I had those two books here, but I guess I don't. But I ended up doing two chapters in uh, a book with those ladies, um, just as a result of them saying, oh, you did really good with the interview. Um, a friend of mine invited me to speak at his church in Detroit. And while I was there, um, a friend of mine that I had met in Detroit years ago said, I'm doing this networking thing where I'm bringing African-Americans um, together with publishers that I know and people, you know, in Zondervan and uh, Moody Press and Our Daily Bread. We all come together, pray, talk, and just see where it goes. Well, I ended up sitting at the table with uh, the DeHaan brothers who own <laughs> our daily bread, you know, having lunch with them, just talking, you know, shooting the breeze. People from uh, Zondervan, uh, Greg Thornton from, from Moody Press. And, and from that, um, I ended up editing some books for Zondervan. Uh, I ended up having chapters in... Um, some of the publications that they came out with that were compilations uh, of different people. And then um, fast forward to three years ago, that's when I, um, my daughter broke her ankle. A few months before that, I had lost my job. I was working in domestic violence agency and was just once again in that place saying, okay, God, where's this going? And um, so I decided uh, she was had a conference in Grand Rapids. And since she couldn't drive because of her ankle, I had to drive her. And I decided to call the DeHaan brothers and say, oh, anybody want to have coffee and talk about books? And they said, uh, neither one of them were available, but um, they said, we want you to meet Joyce. Um, so Joyce Dinkins calls me on the phone. And when she calls me that first time, she says, I've been following you for over 20 years. And I'm looking at the phone going, okay, what major publisher editor, you know, calls you on the phone and says, I've been following your writing for 20 years. Well, come to find out she was one of the original editors of Echoes way back in the day when I started writing for Echoes. And I never met her or never knew her, but I guess she's been following the writings of Echoes because that was a publication that she took part in starting. 
So Joyce and I sit down and talk and for some reason, the Holy Spirit just did not lead me to start talking about my books. Joyce just seemed kind of overwhelmed, overworked. And I said, well, Joyce, what are you working on and how can I help you? And so um, she started telling me some of the devotionals that she was working on. And so I ended up with a devotional and inspiring uh, grandmothers. Uh, I helped her with some of the Our Voices booklets and um, the our help book that um, she put out not too long ago. So six six months into this helping Joyce with all these other pro projects, she says, okay, you came to our daily bread to talk to me about a book that you wanted to write. And I'm like, okay, yeah. So we finally sit down and talk about that. And in the middle of the discussion, she says, I think you ought to write a book on prayer. And I'm looking at my list going, uh, prayer is not on my list of books to write. But when a, a major publisher says to you, you know, I think you ought to write this, I would at least, you know, pray about it. So I did. And um, that's how blessed is she um, came to be. You know, we, we started talking about my journey in prayer. Um, and then it became, you know, a compilation of uh, 30 African-American women talking about their journey in prayer in the book. Some of the women uh, Joyce knew uh, from previous publications. Some of them are uh, friends of mine that I knew uh, that they had a prayer journey. And so blessed is she. I mean, it, it just blesses my heart to read it because it's not just my voice and my story, but it's all these different women um, coming together telling, you know, how they got from point A to point B in their prayer lives. So, um, yeah, I really have to thank Joyce, and I do often for that one, because um, I had no idea that was the direction I was going. That is just such an amazing journey, Victoria. I mean, my goodness, all those different places and stops that you've made along the way and all the different variety of things that you've written is just right. amazing. Oh, I forgot to mention, I, I have the magazine. Uh, I did a, a magazine article with my friend here in, in Milwaukee called The Color of Friendship. Um, my first husband and I, we were partnering with Elmbrook Church here in, in um, Milwaukee, and he was the urban, ministry, urban ministries pastor, did a lot of activities and things with the, the Black pastors in the city and my first husband was a part of that and I was in one of the meetings and um so Paul Sinclair says to me um I would like you to meet my wife so I met her we became friends and then he said well you should write a story about your friendship and, and, and we thought what a story about our friendship uh he said this newsletter is always asking me for articles and he said that would be an interesting article so I, I write this article for this little newsletter and next thing I know um, today's Christian woman just between us uh, Christian reader are all asking if they can reprint the article so I'm getting checks in the mail and you know from from just this one article <laughs> you know that that I, I wrote and I mean, that's, it's just been an amazing journey. It really has. And, and 
the the amazing thing is I've never wrote a proposal. I've never wrote, uh, I don't have a platform. I don't have, uh, you know, all of the things. I don't have an agent. None of those things that people say you need to have in order to to write. And even when I got back into it in, in 2017, when I met Joyce, I thought, okay, well, you know, Joyce meets with all these people with these, you know, big platforms and no social media and all of that. Surely she's not going to want to work with me with a book. Well, bam, <laughs> you know, and I, I can't say, you know, any of it happens other than God, you know, <laughs> and I know that's not everybody's journey. You know, some people like you, Brian, have more of a business head and, you know, but I'm, I'm a little ADD. I'm a little scatterbrained. So I just feel like God takes me by the hand and say, come on, Victoria, this is, this is what I want you to do. You know, this is how it's going to happen. You know, I mean, I've been writing for Echoes since the nineties and still do, you know, so I, I, I mean, it's just been an amazing ride. It really is. You know, and, and so, you know, just as you said, so atypical, you know, from what, um, authors need to do today to get started, right? You know, I mean, mm -hmm. uh, it's a lot different world than, than it was when you first got started. But having said that, I mean, everyone I talk to, every author I talk to has got an, their own unique saga of how things happen. And so many of the twists and turns are unexpected, mm -hmm. right? You know, and, and, and so many of them are the result of relationships, you know, sometimes relationships that are pretty random in themselves, just as you described. Right. But, um, you know, if you're open to relationships and if you're open to, as you said, the Holy Spirit speaking through you, I mean, my goodness, what can that lead to? You're just a walking example of what that can lead to. <laughs> and I mean, sometimes when I think about it, I'm surprised. But, you know... Uh, the thing that I prayed when I became a Christian, 12, 13 years old, um, I said, after I asked Jesus into my heart, I said, Lord, can we not make it boring? Because to me, to me, <laughs> Christians were boring. You know, they went to church, they went up to Wednesday night, you know, they just oh, had this little, hmm, to their lives. And so, you know, now after so many book experiences, trial and tribulation and all that. Sometimes I say, okay, Lord, we can have the boring now. You know, you answered, you answered that prayer about making it not boring. It's been exciting. So can we just, you know, calm it down right now? But nope, that's not the case. <laughs> that's so funny. That is so funny. Well, that's certainly an area that you and I have in common, uh, but any of it. <laughs> So, so tell us a little bit more about the new book, Blessed Is She. Who, who all's uh, involved in that? Well, Blessed Is She, like I said, is a, um, several women talking about their experiences. Um, some of the names that you will probably recognize. Um, Joyce has a chapter in here. Um, Sharon Elliott. And um, it was really funny because uh, Joyce had told me about Sharon and Sharon sent me a couple of articles and I thought, mm, I don't like these. <laughs> and so at, at, uh, at the publishing in color conference in Chicago, we had made an appointment to talk on the phone. So I was sitting in the church and me and Sharon were talking and um, I said, Sharon, 
I, these articles, I just need to know the personal story behind the articles. You know, they're very informative, very good, but the book is really kind of raw and it's, it's really telling the truth about situations. And she said, oh, you should have told me you wanted one of those. So she refers me to one of the uh, chapters in her book. And really, if, if you read her story in, in Blessed Is She, I mean, she told me a raw story. So, I mean, it, it was just that kind of, the book came, you know, to be put together in that, in that kind of way. Uh, Jolanda Rogers, you know, she talks about uh, her time when she separated from her husband and moved out to California and that whole saga, you know, how it enhanced her prayer life as, as she went through all of that um, and then how they got back together. I mean, it's just, yeah, it, when, when I read some of these stories, I'm, I'm just amazed at what God is able to do in, in people's lives. So um, I told Joyce, I probably will never write a solo book again, because I, I feel like when you write a book like this and bring so many people and so many voices together, it just makes it so much richer um, than if it's just your voice. Well, that's so cool, too, that, you know, both you and Joyce, you know, basically share your platform. You know, I know you don't have a plat online platform, but you do have a platform of respect right. and a platform of a track record, you know, of all the things that you've written. And so, you know, for you to be able to share that with so many other authors, I think is really admirable. Yeah. And, and I think I want to spend the rest of my life encouraging the younger um, writers coming up and really seeing what they're thinking, feeling, and how they can minister to their own generation. Because um, I, I just think that's so important. So if I can put some kind of compilation together, you know, giving them voice, um, I think I'd like to do that. Yeah. Well, uh, Blessed is She has just recently come out. Um, it's only about a month old, I think, something like no, that. No, it's a year. A year old. Oh, I'm sorry. You're, I you're, was, you're a little late, Brian. I am a little bit late. Well, what can I say? Story of my life. <laughs> but um, you, I, I don't know. It, it's been a slow launch because our daily bread has had a lot of changes in staff. And, you know, the person that I was originally working with to do some of the promotion is not there any longer. And, you know, it's just, it's been interesting, you know, but God is still promoting the book. I mean, it's still advertised in 15 different countries. And um, I mean, no way I could have made all those kind of contacts um, myself or with a, a self-published book. Sure. So I, I appreciate publishing companies. Good, know, good. So. Well, Victoria, it's certainly great to uh, have you on here today to share your experience and share information about all your books. So uh, thank you so much for that. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Brian, for having me and, and for your vision to, you know, put us on display. Really appreciate you. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you so much.